Thank you for joining us this Monday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called Words. It's going to come from the second part of James chapter 1, verses 19 through 27. You know, sometimes when we listen to people talk, we're not always listening. We're thinking about what we're going to say next instead of what the person is saying to us. It's, it's common when you're in church. Sometimes people will hear the preacher and they say, oh, I've already heard this sermon, so they already tune him out or her out. But you know what? It's important that we do listen. It's important about what they say. You know, we know others are worth more care and attention. We have to break this habit. The habit's very hard to break because we already want to speak for that person or have a response right away. And it may not even have to do with what they were saying because we're not listening. The same is true with the writer in James chapter 1. God wants us to slow down. He wants us to listen to him, to that still small voice. You know, sometimes even when we really listen to him, we're still not done. The study's telling us that even though we listen and we hear, we must give a practice or practical help in listening and doing. Sometimes we can hear the word, but we don't always obey the word. We live in a world today where there's so many rules, like we were talking about the double-minded person on Friday, you know, but we must depend upon God to help us. So let's read the scripture. It's from James chapter 2, or James chapter 1, I apologize, verses 19 through 27. It says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about righteous life, that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and evil that is prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this without forgetting what he's heard, but doing what it says, he will be blessed in all that he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep himself on a tight rein, especially his tongue, he deceives himself, and his religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless <clears throat> is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. May the Lord add a blessing to his word, shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this Monday. We thank you, Lord, that you brought us through the weekend safely. 
We thank you, Lord, each and every day that we are able to put our feet on the floor, that we're able to wake up. We're able to hear the simple things like the birds chirping in the morning. We can see the sunrise. All these things we sometimes take for granted. But Lord, we ask today that you will help me and give me the words and the wisdom to bring forth today's podcast this Monday. Lord, help us that we will listen. We will slow down. That we will take note and be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's take a look at this message. It's all about words. Words, words, and more words. You know, sometimes I think when I watch a movie, sometimes it seems like there's more talking than there is action. Take a look at it next time when you watch a movie and you say, man, it's all about a dialogue. But sometimes the dialogue is one-sided. And sometimes it's uh, there's reciprocal. In other words, there's, there's a response. It means the person's listening. So let's look at verse 19. It says, my dear brothers... Take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen. Now, we have to be careful of what we listen to also. You know, the world is clamoring. There's many, many voices speaking. Many, many things trying to get our attention. But we need to be quick to listen. We need to be slow to speak. Sometimes we cut people off when we speak. Sometimes we don't realize it, but we do. Sometimes we get angry at what somebody says. Maybe we don't understand what they said. You know, someone said recently that uh, the American slang has so many different words, slang words that are not in the normal English, and they mean something to us. But other people from other countries and other places may not understand. From state to state, we have our own type of slang. It's a type of words that we use to describe something or to say something, to talk about something. But sometimes the other person may not understand. Sometimes we can get angry because we don't know what they're saying. Sometimes we can become discouraged. Sometimes we can just tune them out. You know, the same as in the church. Sometimes we've gotten so theologically in interpreting the message on Sunday morning. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is that everyday people may not understand all these theological words. These $100 words, as we say. These words that are so big that you need a dictionary to look them up. So as pastors, we sometimes have to be careful when we preach our message. We don't want to water it down, but we want to make sure that it is on the level of the people that we're speaking to. That's why I like the podcast, because you can be natural, you can be to the point. The Bible tells us here we are to be quick to listen, slow to speak. Sometimes there's a time that we don't even need to speak. We need to be quiet and listen. Now, if we don't understand, then we need to ask questions. We need to be slow to become angry because maybe it's something that we're misunderstanding. 
It says, For man's anger does not bring about righteous life, the righteous life that God desires. Anger, bitterness, being upset, being frustrated to the point, you know, if we don't understand, then we need to ask. We need to let the person know we don't understand what they're saying. Maybe they can break it down in a different way. But we have to be careful that anger does not become a bitter root, as we talked about the other day, that it festers. And before you know it, it's speaking. you're speaking it outwardly. Your words are biting like a dog. You know, they're, they're, the words are not reciprocal. We're not discussing. We have to be very careful of that. The writer in verse 21 says, Therefore, get rid of all moral filth. We have to be careful what we say out of our mouth. You know, sometimes today we think that these cuss words are normal. Someone recently said that, you know what? God doesn't care about these, what we say. God cares a lot. It says right here to get rid of all moral filth. And evil that is so prevalent. We'll have to be careful what we put in our hearts and in our minds. What goes in the mind, what's, what's heard also, can come out in the mouth. The writer tells us about that. We have to be careful what we say, what we do, how we act. It says there that uh, we need to humbly accept the word planted in you, in you and I. That word can save us. The word of God. We have to claim these promises. As we talked about on Friday about persevering. We must persevere to finish the work that God has given us, that we may become mature and complete, lacking nothing. God gives us the tools. God gives us the way out. God gives us hope. God gives us strength. But we have to listen. We have to be slow to speak and not become angry. We have to cast off this moral filth and evil that is so prevalent in our world today. Little by little, it tries to creep in, in what we hear, what we see. We have to be careful. It says, do not merely listen to the word so that it deceives yourself. Sometimes we can hear the word of God, but yet we don't heed it. Sometimes we say, oh, well, that doesn't apply to me. That was in the Old Testament. That, that was in the New Testament. This is a different time and different era. But I believe the Word of God is applicable to each and every one of us. It's there to train us. It's there to discipline us. It's there to put, set us on the right track. It's there to direct us. It's there to guide us. It's there to encourage us. It's there to help us, to give us hope. We think of the writer in verse 23 says, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is, <clears throat> excuse me, is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror. You ever look in a mirror? You look back and you say, is that what people see? Is this who I am? The reflection we see. But it says after looking at himself or herself in the mirror, 
and they go away. They immediately forget what they look like. You know, we look in a mirror and we see this picture, we see this reflection, and then when we walk away, we have to look back again. Because we, it says here that they, uh, they listen to the word, but then they don't do what it says. Sometimes we look in the mirror and, you know, we see this person that God created. We see an individual that God loves. God loves each and every one of us. John 3.16 reminds us of, of that. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 17 says, God sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. It's a bit of a paraphrase, but think about that. Jesus came that we would have the hope of salvation, the hope of redemption. These are words that we need to remember. We need to reflect upon them. Just like this man without an, that cannot remember his image when he walks away, he forgets. But the Bible tells us in, in James chapter 1, verse 25, But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not fretting or forgetting what he has heard, but doing it. He will be blessed in what he does or in all he does. Think about that. You know, life is not always going to be easy. Ministry is not easy. You know, when you, when you are called to ministry, life is tough. Life is demanding. Ministry is demanding. People are demanding. But God places this call upon individuals that he knows that will do the word. They will hear the word, they will do it, and they will be blessed. You know, I think of almost 30-some years in ministry, you know, in one form or another. It's amazing when I look back and see where we are now. We're humble. We're respectful to the word of God. We've listened to the word of the perfect law, the word of God. He gives us freedom. And we continue to do ministry even in the, even, even now. But we have to not forget the word, forget these promises as we talked about them. You know, perseverance, testing of our faith, all of these things are important for us as Christians. The Bible tells us in Hebrew, uh, in James chapter 1, verses, uh, verse 12 says, But blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. That's the promise we have today. God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's the same as yesterday, today, and forevermore. The writer tells us in James chapter 1, verse 26, If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. 
Sometimes people can be on the outside, but not on the inside. They can speak all these words, but don't even believe it themselves. We have to be careful what we say. If we don't know, then we need to find out. We need to ask God for wisdom and he will give it to us. We have to be careful we don't deceive ourselves, thinking that we were doing our own thing, our own religious way. If it's contrary to the word of God, then it's worthless. The religion that God our Father accepts in verse 27 is pure and faultless. We have to maintain that. Are we going to make mistakes? Of course we are. Do we have a God that forgives and forgets? Yes. But we have to recognize that we've gone astray. We have to recognize that we started to do our own thing. We have to recognize that we've stepped away from God. If we're all honest in one way or another, we've always wanted things our way. But God wants it his way. God tells us here that he accepts pure and faultless. It, says, it tells us to look after widows and orphans in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Are we listeners today? Are we doers of the word? Are we polluted by the world? Think about what you think about, what you watch, what you do. Think about your whole life. According to this writer in, in James chapter 1, verse 19 through 27, are we quick to listen? Are we slow to speak? Are we slow to become angry? If we look at the world around us, we could take a lesson from this. The church can take a lesson from it also. Christians can take a lesson from it. It reminds us that we are to, to be quick to listen. We listen to that still small voice. We read the word and we listen to what the Holy Spirit has to speak to us about, what God wants to reveal to us. There was a message on Sunday brought by my co-pastor and, and she mentioned the fact that we need to be in the word of God. We have to spend time in the word of God both young and old. I like that quote that she spoke because it was very important that we are reminded we need to listen to the word of God. We need to speak the word of God. We need to be slow to speak sometimes. Sometimes we have to just be quiet. Sometimes we have to just put the thoughts of the world aside and focus upon God. We need to be slow to become angry. Did Jesus get angry? Of course he did. When he went into the temple and saw what they did, they were selling things and they they were uh, making money. He, he turned up the tables, but he had a justification for what he was doing. He was telling them this was his house, not a den of thieves. That's what it had become. It was about making money. But we have to humble ourselves before Almighty God. We have to be careful that we don't become angry. Because God wants us to have a righteous life. That's what God desires for you and for me. We need to make sure that any moral filth 
You know, we see this word in the NIV, moral filth and evil, that is prevalent. We live in a world today, it's prevalent, it's everywhere. But the word of God, it says, humbly accept the word planted in you. The word of God is there, it's much stronger, it's more sharper than any two-edged sword. It's there we can claim these promises each and every day. We have to remember that we need to do more than just listen to the word. We need to be doers of the word. You can ask God what he's got for you to do. God has a calling upon each and every one of us today. The word of God is more than just words, words, words. It's living, breathing word of God. It's the hope for the world today. It's the hope for you and I. It's what we cling to. It's these promises. So the next time that you read the word, take time to listen. Take time to pray. Take time to ask God to reveal his truths to you. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message on Monday. We thank you, Lord, that we can come to you in prayer, that we can reach out in this world of moral filth and evil, that we can humbly accept your word as truth, as life, as hope. Because your word says you give us the hope of eternity. You said you would never leave us or forsake us. Lord, we need to be reminded that we are going to face trials and tribulations in life. Sometimes they are a testing of our faith. We must persevere. We know, Lord, that we can depend upon you, that you never leave us or forsake us, that you're the same God as yesterday in the Old Testament, the New Testament. You're the same God today, and you're the same God of tomorrow. You don't change. Lord, help us to stay close to you. Reveal your word in and through our reading of the word, our listening of the word, in song, in hymns, or contemporary music, whatever it may be. A pastor on YouTube, like Billy Graham, as we listen to them, that we can be encouraged, we can be uplifted. And Lord, help us not to be just listeners of the word, but to be doers of the word. You have something for each and every one of us to do. Not everybody is going to be a pastor or an evangelist or a Sunday school teacher, but each one of us have a testimony that we can share. Each one of us are called to give this good news, this message of hope found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But we pray for those that look into the mirror and that walk away and forget what they look like. Almost like this double-minded person. They're religious on Sunday, but the rest of the week, they, they're somebody else. Their heart and their life does not speak the truths of God. We pray, Lord, that we can cast off all this moral filth and evilness 
like water on a duck's wings. That is, as the, the duck is in the water, he does not sink because the water repels off. Lord, we ask for this, that the, that the evil of this world, that we can repel it with the word of God, with the promises. We pray for those that don't know you as their personal Savior today. We pray, Lord, that they will know you as their personal Savior. Today can be that day. Someone can say a word of encouragement, a word of hope. Someone will pray with someone. Someone's going through a situation. Lord, sometimes it's easy for us to say, yeah, I'll pray for you. But the best thing we can do is pray for them right now. Pray for them in the moment. I believe that's what Jesus did when he was going about his ministry, when there was a need. We don't have all the stories, but we know that there must have been many, many more stories that Jesus healed people. When Jesus spoke, people heard the word. People responded. Lord, help us to respond to Jesus today because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's our hope today. Help us, Lord, to clear our minds and our hearts for the word of God today. Help us, Lord, to become better listeners, to become better doers of the word. So, Lord, we want to thank you for all that you're going to do and all that you have done. We pray for those, Lord, that you're speaking to their hearts and to their minds today, that they will make a profession of faith for you. It's so simple. You tell us to cast off all moral filth and evil and to accept the word of God, to accept you, to accept your love, to accept your hope of eternal life. That's what will save us, a personal relationship with you. So, Lord, we want to thank you again for the awesome privilege of this podcast. We thank you for all those who listen. We ask blessings upon them. We ask for health. We ask for provision. And we ask for strength. Because, Lord, we do live in a world today that is very angry. We live in a world today where everybody has an opinion. Lord, help us to be righteous in you because that's what you want. You want us, Lord, not to be righteous on the outside, but that our heart and our, our minds are righteous. So, Lord, we want to thank you for this Monday. We thank you for the awesome privilege of bringing forth your word out of the book of James. It's as relevant today as it was back then. It speaks to our world today. We need to hear this message. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us this Monday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we pray that you will have a good week. And we look forward to bringing you a new message of hope and encouragement on Tuesday. God bless and have a great week.